welcome back to Shenanigantics. I'm your host, Mariah Roy, and I have my friend Jack here, and today we're going to be talking about folklore and urban legends for the second time, because technical stuff the first time. <laughs> but hey, Jack. Wow. Alright, so we're going to start off by talking about the Dyatlov Pass, but Jack, do you want to like just explain that since you do it better? navigators from out Russia and they set off he made so number so thing is they said to go in winter which not the best idea anyway halfway throughout the trip one of their members got injured and had to go home he agreed that he would rest for a couple weeks and would meet them at the nearest base so anyway, he got better and so he tried to contact their base no response Still weren't responding. He figured, you know, it's, it might be out. They might have been late, or they might have moved on. But anyway, he nothing for the next few weeks. So he decides to go back with some armed people from the Soviet army to investigate the base, see what's left. They find it destroyed. It's been abandoned. And they find the curious thing is that their tent was ripped out from the inside. As if someone had ripped from the inside and ran out. Right. And all these foot, footprints. Most of the supplies was left behind. Anyway, they go out and they find two bodies by an old fire. These bodies had frozen and they were stripped of their clothes. They right. then found, in between the fire and the camp, three more bodies. In this body, in this group, was the outlaw himself, also stripped. They finally all, they found all, all five had died of, uh, had been frozen to death. Anyway, a couple weeks later, they found the remaining four in this crack in the ice. One of them had been frozen. However, he was not stripped of clothes, and the other three had been were the most peculiar, as they had been found. Well, you know, they had they died not of being frozen to death, but of trauma. Yeah. Something had injured them, and they and a few were found without clothes and eyes. So many theories exist. <laughs> and so of course there's you know, Yeti, there's monsters, there's all nuclear bombs. Yeah. For main theories that are the most credible. Number four is wolves. Hostile. <laughs> they so when they came across them, they the locals got mad and killed them. However, that would not explain why only three died of trauma and why they got so scared at some Russian hillbillies. Right. Do you mean like local tribesmen or like. Local tribes, yeah. and also there were some frontiersmen. Mm hmm. Yeah, in Siberia there's Russians. Honestly, that does not explain why they would run. It was some Russian dude getting mad at their honest property. That's why I think it was a tribe, you know? Like if you get, you get know, ran out by a big like tribe. A <laughs> Fair point, I would be scared if a bunch of angry Russians ran at me. That would be pretty scary. There's military, they stumble across something they didn't see, and so they are either, you know, died in like a test, like they had a test bomb and that killed them, or they were executed. Yeah, the military Again, can cover up things pretty why, easily. Only three were killed with trauma, but. So the big theories is avalanche or catatonic winds, which are just windstorms on mountains. Yeah. So, avalanche is, people say there's not much, you know, debris around the campsite. Right, yeah. They get, so, the most credited theory is wind storm. But either way, avalanche and wind would go the same way. Mm -hmm. So, they hear either the avalanche or the wind storm. I believe the storm, personally. Anyway, they hear this ruckus, and because of it, protocol states that you have to just abandon everything and tear open in your hole, in your tent, a hole that is closest to the nearest way to escape. Right. So they did that, 
mm-hmm. ran out. That part does make sense, yeah. So they, any, either way, it doesn't matter if it's avalanche or wind, it just, they escape. There's something... Emergency situation. So they start a fire, and the outlaw then decides that he is going to send out groups. He wants two of them to stay at the fire to watch it. He wants four of them to find shelter, and he wants he and two other people to go back to the camp and salvage the blocks. Right, because there were, like, footprints leading back, right? And then the theory is that when they, no one returned, the two at the campfire died, as they had no more supplies. Right, just, yeah. You know, slowly. Other theory is that the outlaw and his group just, you know, they and then they, as they're back, they froze due to that they've been out too long. And then that the people found shelter, they decided they'd look back for their friends. It's been a while, because they agreed on a meeting. So some people agreed, think they agreed on a meeting point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they go back, find their dead, and like, oh, we're just going to take their supplies. You know, they go back home. <laughs> I mean, they're dead, so. Eyes <laughs> of the cold. And or, either on the way or in the cave, one of the group dies on the, on the cold. Anyway, that explains the third guy of the cold. Mm-hmm. So once they cave, many people believe the wind or the avalanche would have destabilized the cave. And so activity in the cave, them, you know, digging in and going in would cause a cave and explaining the trauma. Mm-hmm. And the eyes and the tongue can be explained as um, those are the animals picking at the corpses and they were the first, those are the first parts to decompose. Right. I think most of that makes sense, but what always does trip me up is the trauma. Because, like, was there evidence of a cave-in at all? Because I feel like if there was, they just would have ruled yes. it as a cave-in. There was a... Actually, about this today. There was a bunch oh, of yeah. debris found the three bodies. Oh, okay. There were a bunch of rock and snow and ice on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did say you found new information from last time. Yeah. There, there was stuff found on them that would tell tale signs of a cave-in. Mm-hmm. So many people... When this theory is brought up, they say, hey, well, the outlaw and his men were very, ex- you know, well experienced. How right. could they, because they, how could they, how could this, this is like a rookie move. How yeah. did this kill them? Well, many people, the outlaw, he was a persistent man, did not like to give up. Right, yeah. I mean, he did things too slowly. He thought, I'm just going to build a fire and I'm going to wait it out. And so half of them were already freezing to death before we decided, how about I go get supplies and find shelter? And this can, his persistence can be shown as of the three that, you know, died on the way back. Yeah. Who continued, even after seeing his two men drop. He's like, no, I'm going to continue. Yeah, no. Take on that leadership role. And then after the outlaw died, the rest just, the rest didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after, <laughs> like, your, your main leader, who has all the information I, um... There's also the radiation found on Yeah, them. that's what... You explained that uh, before, but, like, with the yeah, windstorm, so, would that still cause the radiation? No. The, uh... So, they were on a bare mountain. So, Siberia does not get a lot of clouds. Mm-hmm. And causes a lot of... Siberia also has a lot of background radiation, as there were a lot of nuclear facilities there. Which wouldn't be too dangerous if you're just walking through. However, sitting there for two weeks with the sun beating down on you the entire time, there's going to be radiation. There's going to yeah. be a noticeable amount of radiation on you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what I believe, what most scientists believe, is the wind or that wind theory. So right, yeah. Obsessed. The other theories are fun. I do alien. think the alien theory is pretty fun. <laughs> just alien attack. Because apparently they caught some weird... Um, furry looking creatures oh, right, just oh yeah on camera those photos yeah I think that's just a bear or could be like a hunter or could have been a member of their group yeah I really could have <laughs> yeah. you, you don't know when all of them died and no one can tell you what happened also, the final picture on the camera is of them digging at their base oh is it and so many that's um like we use credence to the av- avalanche theory is that them digging caused you know, they made a they did they made a mistake digging and it unsta- and it destabled the avalanche, so eventually when some wind blew, it caused the avalanche. Right, yeah. I don't believe avalanche as there was not as the you know, it doesn't make sense that the crushed bodies would be all the way down the mountain and like in a cave. Yeah, right, yeah. I don't I personally believe 
Yeah, I would either believe that or what I've normally stuck with is the tribes theory. Just because, um, I can't remember for the life of me what specific tribe I heard was there at the time, but they, um... The, the Mancis. Yeah, the... Yeah. I don't, like, really know much about them, but I don't know. It just, it would make everything pretty aligned, but also what you just explained, yeah, I think it also makes uh, perfectly logical reasoning to as to what happened. Yeah, so Russia has a lot of so if you don't know anything about Russia, there's not a lot of people in Siberia, and the people who live there are really have, are pretty tribal. Mm-hmm. Even even the Russians are more tougher than most people, but even there, it's pretty tough. And so having mysterious people walk around near your home, and you're um, and you live in Siberia, very tough place to survive. Right. I can see why you don't want to chase them off. I do not believe they... Most people believe the tribe theory don't believe that they killed them as... However, they do believe that they chased them out of the base and then they died of, you know, freezing because they were too afraid to go back. Mm-hmm. And but then the, whatever happened in the cave. Why the outlaw would send a whole group to go back to the camp. Mm-hmm. I just believe the natural disaster, but tribes is also more yeah. pig and serious. Like some groups of, you know, locals scared them off. Right, yeah. Military or bombing, as there are no bombs reported in the area. Although Russia is a very secretive nation. Right, but I still think, like, surprisingly. Yeah. A sign of bomb injuries. Mm-hmm. However, injuries are also consistent with cave injuries. Uh, or any collapsing event. Right, yeah, yeah. A, a lot more people believe the, like, government, like, the. Russian government one a lot, like, more than I would expect, just because I feel like it's a bit far-fetched, especially compared to the other theories that are out there. But then again, people believed aliens, but when anything slightly weird happens, someone's gonna think it was an alien thing. Aliens. government. Yeah. (laughs) Conspiracies. It's always- Yeti, alien. Well, government, some monster, or alien. Those are the three explanations. Can't be- some Russian dudes got caught in the wind too long. Oh no, it couldn't be that. It's gotta be Bigfoot, you know? <laughs> because the outlaw was experienced. He was like the best guy in Russia. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Poor guy who went guys. back. <laughs> he was very mm-hmm. Or changed his mind until he was like half of his group froze to death. It's like fine, I'll go I'll Yeah, whatever. Fine, <laughs> like half of you are dying and I'm dying too. Oh, Two of my men just dropped. I'm gonna continue. Nah, just just take their clothes off. We'll need those later. Yeah, just the clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> so that's your favorite um, urban legend. Yeah, the uh, all the theories behind it. Right. Yeah. I like the bunking too. Yeah. Really. These easy explanations. Have you heard of the? Like, kind of similar, but not one. Like, I mentioned it before, but, um, not in this podcast. That one? I personally believe that was a military experiment. Really? Uh, I do. There's, they got caught, you know, this is also in Russia. Good An awesome site. But I believe there was a military experiment that, you know, they got caught and got injured. Although there is one survivor. Yes. May not play English may. So that, and there's also a theory, again, that, like, some disaster happened, like, some weather event happened. I don't, yeah, it has to be something different, though. If you're a little lost here, the story goes pretty much like this lady had a bunch of her, like, students, and she was just gonna go, like, um, was it camping? Like, I think it was a tour guide. Yeah, she was a tour guide, pretty much. And what happens is all except one of the members ends up just throughout the day just bleeding out of, like, their eyes and their nose and their mouths and their ears and just dropping dead. But this one girl managed to escape and tell what happened, but no one was ever able to, like, 100% confirm, like, what happened. And their bodies took too long to find for them to be able to identify what they exactly died from as well, I believe. Some people believe that that lady is a KGB agent. Oh my gosh. Really? Because they... 
Oh, because they stumbled across something. I do believe the military theory that they were testing, because they did test bombs. And that, I think that it has to be something other day. than, like, natural. There's n- there was no way that was natural at all. It was probably, knowing the Russian military, they had the- Yeah, I get, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. That was a bomb test area. Mm-hmm. So there could have been, like, some spot, like, a really loud noise, and it could have... Right, yeah, like, first eardrums and all that. Cars. And then burst eardrums can cause bleeding throughout the head. Yeah, so, oof, that's horrible. That is a horrible way to die. Yeah, there's a lot of these weird instances where people just drop off. Like, there's another one in China. During, however, this is the most easy explanation. Mm-hmm. So during World War II, Japan invaded China. And so, during the invasion, they, out of a major city, the Chinese army put a bunch of their troops over a hill watching the city as the Japanese are expected to attack the next day. Yeah. They, the two Chinese troops across the valley, because, you know, one was on one hill, the other one was on the other, they were not allowed to communicate all the night and hear alerting troops. Mm-hmm. Next day, you know, communicate morning, and they don't get a response. They don't think anything of it. They think, oh, it's just, a, you know, like a technical difficulties, like we were having just... Like, yeah. <laughs> technical difficulties. difficulties. So, you know, they send a few guys, check them up, up and they're all gone. No bueno. We have, of course, aliens. Here's, I, yeah, here's my, aliens for sure. First theory is that they just all deserted. They were like, you know, this is a stupid war anyway. Let's just leave the army. Yeah. But then nothing ever seen again. Right. Which, and then there's another theory is that the Japanese stuck attack them. And if you know anything about World War II, Japanese are very brutal in their war tactics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not going to them to sneak up on a hill and just out an entire army. Oh, for sure, yeah. No, yeah. Like, yeah. I just knocked over something on my desk. Yeah, I, I, I knocked something over too. <laughs> I would not put it past them to wipe out an entire army during that. Yeah. So, I see that's less popular as people say, you know, it was war, you know. Yeah. If a whole army is in war, probably near the enemy, probably the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just only maybe. <laughs> What do you believe, like, for sure? Like, just one you army. Yeah. The Japanese just attacked them, and they were caught off guard, and they were sneaky. Because they were very sneaky. They had, was there their army darkens? They had a lot of sneak attacks. Mm-hmm. Again, remember, it was a sneak attack, the most famous sneak attack of all time. A lot of those battles were sneak attacks. So yeah. they won half their battles. Anyway, going mm-hmm. on tangent about World War II tactics. Yeah. <laughs> They did, like, sneak attack. And, uh, and there were signs of bullets being fired. Going on a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were selected on, and so they uh, didn't know until it was very too late, and a couple were all able to defend themselves until it was too late. Yeah, Which, again, is very sad, but... <laughs> That's the world for you. There's a lot of these instances where just people go, just go disappear exponentially. Oh my gosh, this police officer found a bunch of cases where, like, there was no absolute explanation for why certain people went missing, and there was, like, a pattern with them all, and he wrote books on them, and it's called Missing 411. Like, the Missing 411 Yeah, like cases. the National Parks. Yeah, did you, li- have you heard of those? I've seen of that. Um, here's what I believe about. I have a mild It's called National Parks. Yeah. Those things get lost all the time. So if you, I've been to several, they're very easy to get lost in. Mm-hmm. A lot of these, these people were alone, or if they were in a group, they were separated by some amount of distance, like one of them in the group was a few meters away, turned mm-hmm. a corner and was never seen again. Most of the like, ones yeah. I hear, they are in groups, which is like, odd. And they'll be like, I yeah, just turned turn for a second. The distinguishing thing is that the one in groups, there's always one member ahead. And that's mm-hmm. the one who goes, or one behind. Mm-hmm. And typically that could be they decided to take a little side trail, mm-hmm. or just fell. Because a lot of these are not higher elevations. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting with, like, the amount of people, like, they just n- were never seen again. Like, that's kind of concerning. Like, how many dead bodies are just in the national parks? In the world. It's people getting lost in the wilderness, and also people... Just being stupid, thinking, I can take this side trail. <laughs> I can take this side trail. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, this is gonna be fine. Just gonna wander off in the woods and never be seen again. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Those are easier explanations. Mm -hmm. The ones that people are, you know, people are like, oh, they got lost or oh, they were murdered. However, the thing with the mass groups are what really intrigues people. It really intrigues me because it's a whole. Like, if it's just one or two people, you can inference, oh, they were in a park. Not lost. Oh, they were in some place sketchy. Well, when you're in a sketchy place, yeah. sketchy oh, things are gonna happen. But like when it's a whole group, that's you have to look closer. Mhm. Mm that's why the missing four one one cases are really good to get what into. Hmm? What are your favorite urban legends? Oh yes. Well, okay. This is like one that I did a lot of research before starting this because I I knew like the basics of it, but I didn't know much. But it's called, it's a Japanese urban legend, and it's a type of yokai, which is like a supernatural being or like monster um, in like Japanese folk tales. And the specific one I'm talking about is the Gasha Dokuru, which is like, it's like basically this giant skeleton that's like 15 times larger than the average human, and it's said to be made of the bones of, I've heard people who have starved, or the second one I've heard, which was the first one I heard, was the warriors and people who have died without having their final rites read to them or something like that, and they all gather together to make this huge skeleton that'll walk behind travelers and bite off their heads and then drink the blood spraying from their necks. Vampire dead? Vulture drinks a skeleton and becomes a vampire, that's... Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of an interesting one. <laughs> yeah. But I'm also, like, really into, like, skinwalkers and wendigos. Like, I know those are, like, as basic as you can get, but I just love skinwalkers. The idea of them is just so cool. Like, Yeah, humans make a deal with the devil and become a shapeshifting demon. That's mm -hmm. pretty. So, now, a lot of... The thing about Japan is that it's a very skeptical society. They are very superstitious, and they've kind of had to be. Their islands mm -hmm. are not an easy place to live until recently. A lot of war goes on, a lot of disasters still happens. Right. Over now, adapted, but being skeptical helps. Mm -hmm. Japan has been, until World War II, has never been invaded, and even then that was partially. Oh, wow. I did not. The only actual successful invasion of Japan, full invasion, was the human settlement of Japan. <sighs> Japan, few countries in the world, that its main that its majority of its population is its original population. That's so cool. Almost every country has been conquered. That's crazy so, to think about. Absolutely insane. Like the U.S. has been conquered about fifty times. <laughs> what we and of course you can say the human settlement conquering nature, and then other humans take it from other humans. Mm -hmm. Japan I like that. Most of the other countries that are like that are these tiny little rocks in the Pacific Ocean that were only had human habitation three hundred years ago. Oh gosh. And there haven't been much time to be conquered. That's extremely Japan, impressive. And huge country. It's the tenth largest in terms of population. Mm -hmm. Huge. It's never been conquered. The original population has stayed there for 2,000 years. Right, yeah. And that's only the recorded history. Probably not. It's been longer. Anyway, Japan's very superstitious. Because of that nature, a lot of legends develop. And as well as when they first came into contact with the West, they got a lot of legends interchanged. Right, yeah. Yeah, and also, like in the Native American societies, again, very skeptical spiritual groups. Oh yeah, very, very spiritual. In Wendigos and Skinwalkers, you'll mm -hmm. find in the tundras of Canada, Skinwalkers in the deserts of Arizona. Too. Probably the two hardest places to live in in North America. Yeah middle of so you have to be you have to be skeptical you have to think everything's a threat even if it's just a dog and also group of tribes in that area there were a lot of warlike because of tough how tough it was their tribes in that area were very warlike mm -hmm. and part of their tradition was killing animals and then using their pelts and say you're imagine you're you know a patrol a hunting patrol from one tribe right and, and you have an enemy tribe nearby so you're already on patrol, but you think you're just going to expect humans. But these dogmen just... 
attacking you. That's... You're going to have explanations. One, you're going to be absolutely horrified if I thought it was a demon. It, oh yeah, for sure. You're too, you know, ashamed to admit. Yeah, um, I was beat up by the neighbors who were wearing their dead dogs on them. And you... you know what? They're going to say, I was beaten by some dog demon from hell that was summoned because this guy made a deal with the devil. You want to say that instead of... Exactly. If I was attacked by someone wearing the head of a deer, for sure I'm gonna think it's a demon. What? <laughs> that is so disturbing. You know it's a dude wearing a deer, you don't want to admit you're beating up by that guy. Yeah. Honestly. Gosh, that would be so terrifying. Like, just to get run up on. Especially if there's like a group of them. Ooh, I hate that. Also, a lot of people believe that the morals. Like, you know, they say if you commit murder, or you cheat, or you do steal, we'll turn you into that. Mm -hmm. It's the children, you know, don't steal, or you'll become a demon. Right, yeah, yeah. You're steal to become a demon. Like, there's always that child who's like, I'm gonna be a demon. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, you know, be faithful. Be faithful, don't murder. Mm -hmm. Good lessons. Good lessons. We have our fables, they have their wendigos and skinwalkers. Yeah, well, like, the cryptids have fables, and I think that's because, you know, they were used to teach children. Right, yeah. Japanese, it's don't go out near waters at night. Because most of them, like, water demons, don't go out near waters at night. Because guess what? That's when most drownings happen. Uh-huh, yeah. At night, by water, trip and drown. So say, or, you know, be cautious if you hear, you know, if you're at night and you hear footsteps, could very well be hunted by an animal or someone else. Mm -hmm. Be careful. Watch this. Like, as I mentioned when you recorded last time, there's this legend called the Kitsune. It's my favorite legend of Japanese. It's so cute. They eat foxes. And they leave foxes oh, like yeah. demons to the devil, or their version of the devil. And they often teach that, hey, they are, you know, there are these witches that can turn themselves into foxes. Mm -hmm. And they will, you know, people as... You know, as normal humans, like you're traveling the long night, they'd be like, hey, I'll, you know, they'll offer to help you. And they'll turn into fox and eat your face. Oh gosh, that's horrible. People believe, A, that the moral lesson is don't go out at night. Mm -hmm. Don't, at night, don't talk to strangers. Stranger danger. Right. Also, don't trust wild animals at night. That's well, also a good lesson. <laughs> so I believe that someone saw a fox, you know, headed the fox, fox bit his hand off. Boxing to handle. Are fox that powerful? Also, foxes do look Really? Oh, come on. I think they're kind of cute. Like, they look like they're plotting to do something. Were you that guy who got his hand bit off by a fox? No, I was like, I was. I got my hand bitten off by the demon. Oh, you're right, you're right. It was the demon, not the fox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a. I, yeah, I've never heard that one before until you mentioned it, and I was just like, that's really interesting. And then <laughs> after the attacks, you know, people got attacked by foxes. They said, you know, I don't trust wild animals. They could, you know, they could attack you. Right. Yeah. Don't strangers. You know. Stranger can attack you. Walk alone at night. Be careful. You know, walking alone at night. Be careful of animals. Right, yeah, that reminds me of the, the Kelpie. You know the Kelpie? That's kind of a basic one, too. Yeah, the water demons that pull you in if you're walking at night? Yeah, I specifically mean the horse ones. Like, where the horse is, like, drinking by the water, and if you go to pet it, your hand will get stuck, and it'll just slowly start walking into the water, and you'll drown. The Kelpie. Yeah, I can see why they would do that, because again... Don't pet a stranger's horse, guys. Go towards the animal. One, horses can kick you. Yeah. Two... You go if you go near the water to press towards a horse, you can very well fall in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good one, well, like a basic one for morals. They say specifically at night, and that makes me, you know, curious because at day, if you're walking by a river, you know to avoid it, but at night, you don't you know it's there. Especially back then with the street lights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could totally just step right in and Sometimes it can be deceptive, or you can be on a slope, or you can be slippery, or it's mm -hmm. ground and not ground the water. Yeah. Um, because you live in medieval Japan, there's nothing to rescue you, so oh, yeah. you gotta be a short swimmer. 
Yeah. There are also a lot of, like, cave, like, mi- like minors, you know, like, not, like, children, like, the job. Yeah. <laughs> like, there are also a lot of urban legends, like, written, like, by, like, miners and stuff, which I think is cool. Have you heard of, like, Tommyknockers? No. Okay. Well, like, basically a Tommyknocker, like, if you're in the cave and you're mining, miners would always, like, remind each other, like, if you hear the Tommyknockers, like, we have to, like, get out. And I also- I just love that name. But it's, like, they'll hear, like, knocking sounds, and they're basically, like, believed to be, like, elves or, like, something, and they're knocking on the, uh, cave, and they're telling you, like, there's about to be a cave-in and to get out, and that's why all the miners, like, are, like, if you hear that, good. I think enough that could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that gave precaution to new miners that, because people who survive cave-ins or rock slides, that, that there are knocking noises, you know, like the rocks hitting stuff. Exactly, yeah. It, you know, if you hear rocks, if you start hearing weird knocking noises, like, Okay. Yeah. You're Yeah, I think that's exactly where it originated from, too, Carmen. A lot of mining legends are related to the fact that caves are dangerous and you can get lost or they can collapse or that you can fall. Okay. Also, mining is very scary. There's a lot of explosions, there's a lot of falling. I could never be a miner. That's. I feel like that's one of the most, like, dangerous jobs. Especially back in the day. Like in the Early old days. Trauma. Like most modern urban legends popped up during World War II. Because that was traumatic for the whole world. Extremely traumatic. Extremely weird events because of that war. Mm-hmm. A lot of weapons. This is, this is the first modern war. Right, yeah. But that trauma, that was, a tra- that, was that generation's traumatizing event. Mm-hmm. Do you have a specific, like, urban legend that came from, like, around the time of World War II? As you mentioned, a lot of the urban legends of people hearing weird people following you, especially in the fascist countries. The fascist mm-hmm. countries are very controlling of their citizens. So yeah, like the one Japanese one. And so some people could, that trauma of being stalked by a soldier could be, or something, you know, someone willing to kill you. Right, yeah. Be missing or, or mothers could say, you know, instead of saying, well, our government, you know, <laughs> the fascist government send our troops to the US. Yeah. Don't try to understand that. Exactly. There is a monster who follows you, so be careful. Yeah, right. Also, yeah. Again, a lot of these are open around trauma. Like a lot of alien, like a lot of UFOs and UFO crashes are plane crashes. Right, yeah, yeah. And that's, especially to witness a plane crash is pretty. Yeah, it probably looks a bit, a bit odd and then causes trauma from just witnessing that, and then your brain probably wants to make it into something else. Just to protect yourself, as the brain does often when in trauma. Yeah, I don't believe in aliens. Well, I do believe that there are life out there, because mathematically, we cannot be fully taken in an infinite universe. Yeah, it's infinite. Because most of these take place around Air Force bases mm-hmm. in the US. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Off the time, and then the crashes are the trauma of seeing a plane crash. Mm-hmm. Right. You saw some weird device fall out of the stock. The US government's not gonna make, yeah, we're testing weapons out here. No, they're gonna be like, uh, I don't know, plane, weather balloon. <laughs> Their weather balloons just crashing. Mm-hmm. And they did that a lot. Like, have, and have you heard of the U2 spy incident in history class? I don't think so, maybe? Where we were flying spy planes over Russia called U2 spy planes, and one crashed and we said weather balloon. Oh. Yeah, they caught us. You a spy, the Russian government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It shows that we do that a lot. We say, yeah, this is it's totally not a spy, or totally not someone. Right, yeah, I never thought about that. Or it's an amateur, or when he was caught, he was like, it was just an amateur dude. <laughs> but he was alarmed. He liked to prepare ahead. He liked to prepare. <laughs> but he had radio contacts to your bases. That was just a precaution. It's <laughs> just in case of emergencies. As in contact with the military. I also like conspiracy which are very similar to legend. I think, yeah, somewhat, yeah. Traumatic events, like the most common conspiracy theories, are over, like, you know, JFK. Mm-hmm. That was the most traumatic event for that year. Extremely. And you see, he, there's only been four presidential assassinations. 
all the other three occurred in the 1800s. Lincoln and the, these two other guys. Yeah. Not, this is the first one in the modern era, and it was calling TV. People were just watching the news, seeing the president have an event, and then he's dead. Extremely traumatic. Especially, the video is so accessible. <laughs> it's a whole video. Yeah, like Lincoln and Garfield and McKinley, other three presidents have been assassinated. Mm -hmm. It was the 1800s, and people saw it just the witnesses. And those witnesses then said, yeah, it was this dude with the gun. Right. Was it Garfield who was assassinated for literally no reason? Or was that McKinley? He was assassinated because of my political rival. Although, not really a political rival, he thought that Garfield would give him a job. Yeah, that's what it was. And then McKinley was literally assassinated because the guy said he wanted to kill a president. And that's what he- that was yeah. it. <laughs> Poor guy. The was because of, you know, the Civil War and the yeah. Confederate advisors or whatever. Everyone gets grumpy. But, you know, also, back in the day in the 1800s, there were no sniper rifles. You know, everyone saw that he shot someone. Everyone saw it. <laughs> yeah. If you see the portraits of all three of them, the guy is right next to them. Like McKinley, he shook his hand. That's... And then the guy got a pistol and... Yeah, that was so easy to do back then. Yeah, but, you know. Sniper Although they found a guy. I believe nothing. I did not believe there was a government conspiracy theory. Some people like the stray bullet. Well, it could have been a. Oh my. A win. Yeah. The police officers, you know, firing at the sniper. Mm -hmm. There's so many people who believe, like, oh my gosh. I watched the video, and in the comments, like, so many people were like, oh my gosh, I think the driver shot him. Oh my god, the current. The most conspiratorial thing I could see is a second gunman. However, that's not conspiratorial, that's just two dudes saying, like, hey, let's kill the president. Yeah, right. Because Jack, because guy, Lee Harvey Oswald was a psycho. Like, yeah. <laughs> have to be a little bit crazy, probably. <laughs> so you could have had a fellow crazy. Mm -hmm. Also, conspiracy theories that are. They're so weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's. Oh my gosh. I don't know Some if there's really one. Exactly. I like believe. not trusting the government. Do you believe any of the conspiracy theories? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I do either. <laughs> Conspiracies are old. Built different. The bigot, right, here's one I believe, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of conspiracy theories that really horrible movies that are obviously horrible are made by studios to create publicity. Oh, yeah, that's... Money. But I guarantee All that's the, happened at least there once. There have been plenty of producers who have made it, like, yeah, we made this horrible so people would see it. Yeah, right, yep. When something, any publicity is good publicity, as they say. Yeah, I think more business conspiracy theories the government conspiracy theories. Yeah, the government ones, I'm just like, oh my gosh. But I don't believe that they're like poisoning the water. Like, no, oh my gosh, that hurts my brain. They sabotage this, like this, you know, my phone, for example. It's not been working recently. And many people believe that when phones are sitting out working walls, that they sabotage it, so you buy a new one. I could see companies would do that. Companies just have admitted to doing that. Apple has admitted to this. Why wouldn't say Right, yeah. Now, I believe the more business ones that, you know, mainly product sabotage, sabotation, or, you know, making some really stupid move. Mm -hmm. Like Coke, you know, Coca-Cola, yeah. uh, soda brand. They do a lot of these dumb marketing moves. Making people really mad. But then people buy them more. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, stop, that's just like business, mad, really. You're giving them so much money. <laughs> yeah. Stupid stunt. Like all these companies are doing these really dumb stunts that just make everyone get mad. I'm like, are you aware this is why they're doing it? Yeah. People <laughs> like, wait. It's all about making There's, money. They're, they're, these are the two reactions. People are like, this is so stupid. And wait, that company still exists? Or wait, they have a new product? I'm gonna try that out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna try it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh also, the government conspiracy theories. I know a government can do sketchy stuff. Right. That's government. Um, like the 9-11 conspiracy theories. Oh. My. Someone admitted to it. Like, George Bush did it because he wanted to start a war in Afghanistan. No. Oh, my brain. Yeah, that was... No. No. Just no. <laughs> and those the, 
wondering why they started those two companies specifically. Well, because that was America's biggest corporation was housed there. Oh my gosh, some conspiracy theories are just the dumbest. Like, there's one that, like, 9-11 didn't happen, we didn't land on the moon. No, that was t apparently fake to people. Earth is flat, lizard people, all of those are just- Oh my gosh, I know people who genuinely believe we did not land on the moon. Like, the flag is flying weird. First of all, A, they say no gravity in space. I'm like, yeah. You're saying, well, there's no gravity or wind in space, you cannot fly. I'm like, all right. Do you, so do you expect it to just lie flaccid like this? No, because there's no gravity. Exactly. Oh my god. Or, and honestly, I, here's the most conspiracy thing I can say about the moon. They might have edited some of the footage later to make it look nicer. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Like, news stories do that all the time. That doesn't mean that the news is fake. That just means they wanted to make detail in the background look better. Exactly. It's... Could have done that. You know, that could have been, you know, kind of... Or, again, <laughs> it's just, you know, any motion in space with the flag, if there's no gravity, it'll just do that forever. Right. And again, they kind of just edited it like that, and that could have been the only thing they edited, just to make it look show america right yeah you don't want to like come out with this like extremely grainy and like boring video of us landing on the moon it was like the one of the biggest things we've ever done i think that's the conspiracy theory behind that like the rationale is how did we do this mm -hmm. that is an income no other species has done that exactly like like that is oof. insane especially if the, you know fun fact it would be harder to fake that, the entire thing, than it would be to actually go there. Ex that's why it doesn't make any sense <laughs> to believe that also, we didn't go there. Apparent, there's a lot of conspiracy theories that say, you know, Neil Armstrong, the guy who walked on the moon, mm -hmm. um, said that there were aliens on there. Mm -hmm. He said, I saw aliens. He never said that, unless uh, the entire time he was there, there was a camera on him. Exactly. People love putting words in other people's mouth, especially famous people. There were a few minutes of blackout, however, he had his radio with, like, the camera blacked out for a few minutes. However, he had the radio with him the entire time. Right, yeah. It's just a bridge cut out for a few minutes. People just, just get bored, want to make stories. The orbits, you know, coincide. Yeah. These are, there's another Neil Armstrong conspiracy theory that people, that's related to the aliens one. Is that he had a very so he had a strange death. Really? In fact, in Fairfield, Ohio. Oh. But so he went to a hospital for some mild procedure and died. People mm -hmm. were like, well, uh, the government, because he saw the alien, just killed him. Oh. He was 90 years old in any mild surgery. That's much riskier when you're 90 years old. Did they not think about that he was 90 well, years 90 old? Years old. <laughs> Like the fittest man ever because he was a lifelong military. He's still like, 90 years old. <laughs> he's still 90 years old. <laughs> exactly. Oh gosh. He was really old at the time of his death. He was the oldest on the mission. Mm -hmm. He's at the tail end of his military career. Space is yeah. so full. We could talk about that for a whole entire podcast, honestly. I like the, uh, you like the lizard people conspiracy theory. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Tell me you don't believe that. <laughs> I don't. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I don't even, oh. There's no way anyone actually believes that unless you're a little bit insane. <laughs> like. <laughs> well, it comes from this joke that a lot of people back say that, that the government is so slimy they must be cold-blooded mm -hmm. animals. Like a lizard. Joke about government corruption in the 50s. Oh, they're so slimy, they must be lizards. <laughs> oh, wait, now every like, there are people who really believe <laughs> Gosh. Oh, uh, then there's the whole Illuminati. Like, they're so reptilian, they're so snake like, haha. Uh -huh. you know, yeah. That no one finds funny. Yeah, that no one finds funny. Did you hear the. Here's other conspiracy theories. Did you hear like the wildfires were started by Jewish space lasers? Well, not specifically yes. Jewish ones, but... <laughs> yeah, of all of it, yeah. 
I heard ones that like Trump sent lasers to Stardom or something. <laughs> so, because the fact is that there's weird lights seen over the fires, mm-hmm. but have you guys ever heard of lightning? No, isn't that crazy? Isn't that an insane idea? Have you ever heard of the sun rays? Like, you know, the sun has this thing, amazing thing it does, called a rays. Whoa, it, no way. It's dry enough, those rays can start a fire. That's insane. So, Never would imagine. Are, Especially so in California, that's like not dry at all. <laughs> California's like a desert. It's just a desert. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what there is. I'm like 53. Oh my gosh. <sighs> so. Here's another recent conspiracy theory that popped up in the last couple of months. You know the uh, terrorist attack on the Capitol building? Yeah. It was staged. Oh, was it? <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people who died and stuff, all staged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're actors. Oh my gosh. <sighs> or like, it was, like, con- I heard a lot of the communists did it. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's one For a communist sh- shirt on in the crowd. Isn't that, wow. <laughs> are you aware most people who wear that are communists, they do it just to make, to be funny, and shock humor? It, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. I know, I understand these theories around that because that was a very, like, you know, the California wildfires and the Capitol building are some of the most traumatic Exactly. You can really connect, like, conspiracies and, like, urban legends to trauma pretty much every time. A whole state catching on fire or a whole, you know, a huge attack on the nation's symbol. Yeah, super traumatic. Especially since people died in each. Yeah, however, there wasn't exposed later that also people believe that it was, like, inside job because the capital security was weak. Good. No, it's just has been pretty shoddy. That's hot. <laughs> yeah. It's just been bad and people found a way to breach it. I do not believe that the inside that they, you know, when they designed the capital security system a hundred years ago, they thought, you know, in a hundred years we're gonna have something to attack this place. No. <laughs> no, yeah, it's no. Just, they haven't updated their security system for a while and some people probably didn't think out. anyone was gonna try and breach the capital, you know? <laughs> Kind of do think that. Yeah. <laughs> Overthinks a lot of things. Over the obvious, like really weird things. Do you really think this plane is just gonna randomly explode? Yes. Do you really think that someone would ever try? I wonder if I got past this fence. No, it's never gonna happen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Gosh, gotta love America. <laughs> what? <laughs> There was a bug on my wall and I had to kill it. Oh, murder. You know, I have a conspiracy yeah. theory that you're secretly a serial killer. I mean, don't check in my basement. <laughs> don't check in my basement. <laughs> well, there, Jack. <laughs> you're about to become yeah, an animal. Kind of everything up. <gasps> Most of these are Jack the Ripper. Sorry. <laughs> you can continue. are just traumatic events that people you know, need an explanation to, mm-hmm. or that their brain wrap, well, actually, the official explanation, or they are warnings to children. Yep, most of them, like, I can agree. You know, cryptid, most of them are just warnings to children, or just stories, like fictional stories that people made up. Mm-hmm. Slenderman, people are like, oh, it's real. No, it's a fictional story some dude made up to make a cool horse, to make a cool horse story. Yeah. It... Yeah. That's literally traced back to a photo that a guy made for a photo contest, and then it just spiraled. Yeah. And then he wrote, like, he made a photo contest and make a story behind it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Cool story. Good story. Pretty critical. Author. There was a fiction contest that it was entered to, and there's records of them winning that fiction contest. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those. Or like that. It's not really that. I, I, again, I don't know why people can't believe fiction. I, I, I know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they're both like, special. The Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Famous one. People believe doing it real. Because of the way they stop it. Oh my gosh. Um, there is directors, actors, there is interviews. Mm-hmm. No, it's, <laughs> it's a really low budget movie. Basically, the thing is, the studio... Yeah, it was, wasn't it? You only get $10,000 to make a horror movie. And, like, you know, we're gonna style like a horror movie. Right, yeah, and that makes it 
It did make it like a really good movie, but also, gosh. Yeah. I can't believe people I've really never, thought that I've was never real. It. I've never watched it, but I've seen clips. Yeah, I've, I've seen, seen clips. It's, it's like middle school level action. Yeah. I haven't seen it like fully. These are the cheapest actors they can find. No offense to the actors. No offense. Really? I mean, offense to Hear that, people? I, th- you know, I think they're listening in the podcast right now. Actually, I think the they're offended. Movie actors are the best, to be honest. It can be really hard, especially when like some uh, like monster. Like, how do you wrap your brain around that <laughs> to like actually react to it? You know. Especially if nowadays it's been CG. Oh yeah, practical is the way to go, guys. Practical effects. And like practical, like practical horror movies have the best acting because you can actually see it. Right, I love practical yeah, effects. Like, they are it. always the way to wrap your head around it. Right, and then you're not just sitting there like bored because you're like that was obviously fake. Have you ever wondered why some great actors act horrible in these movies? Well, look how much CGI was in the movie. It, it <laughs> CGI can really make or break the entire movie. It has- they had nothing to see. Right. Like, like wrap their heads around what they were doing, even non horror related. Mm-hmm. Like saying something over there, or like there's gonna be a building behind you. No, having practical I'm not saying using CGI at all is good, is it bad, but right. I think CGI should be complimented. Like, you know. Yeah. It makes the dumb looking things not look dumb anymore. Yeah, I get that, yeah. Like in the the like remake of the things, the CGI like Ooh. <laughs> I I can't remember if it was like I feel like there are a couple things movies, but like one of like the thing movies was like really CGI and it just wasn't it wasn't it. Like it it didn't do the original justice, I feel like. Because the practical effects is what made it like a really good movie. Like as yeah, a horror movie. Anyway, I think we should start wrapping it up. We're starting to get really off topic. We're talking about CGI. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, we could. We're almost at an hour anyways, so we did good. All right, well, thank you for joining me, Jack. This was a lot of fun, and I'll see you all next time.